Hello everyone, I'm Allison. I'm Daryl. This is Blind Access Journal. Today is... Sunday. It's February 4th, 2018. Wow, it's 2018 already. Yep. <laughs> We've been busy. It's our pod first podcast of 2018. <laughs> We've been busy. Um, not only are we working and taking care of a house and chasing after a very busy active toddler who is now two years old, by the way, uh, we also have been busy making, I mean, getting ready to have a baby. <laughs> yes, she's due in May. Yep, so stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. We, <laughs> we, uh, we did our, uh, our anatomy scan ultrasound back in January, on January 3rd, actually. Mm-hmm. And, and how this all ties into uh, technology and Blind Access Journal, other than it's just an f- interesting part of our lives, because there will be another Hilliker baby on the way, yeah. is that we used um, Ira technology in this whole baby creation process. Not literally. In the <laughs> I love that. Wow. Yeah, that people people <laughs> having all kinds of thoughts now, aren't they? Oh, dear. Uh, no, that's no. Not, there's our cat yeah, in the background. That's chaos. Hi, yeah. chaos. Hi, chaos. You know, Ira is not necessary or desirable for making babies. So. Turns out. No. Turns out. But um, this is interesting, this pregnancy, because the first time with Alyssa, our daughter, we did not yet have Ira, but we've used Ira now since um, May of 2017. And um, we found interesting little ways to incorporate it in this whole process of bringing a second baby into the world. True. Um, not the least of which that we used it to read our pregnancy test. Um, and the ovulation kit. And, uh, yes, our ovulation kit. Um, for those of you who don't know, to make a long story short, you, it is easier to predict when you're best able to make a baby by using these things called ovulation kits that are a little bit like pregnancy tests, but you use them... There's a little digital reader that um, tells you your most fertile day is when you're ovulating. And all of these things are <laughs> totally inaccessible to the blind. As There's it turns been no out, thought given to accessibility for us. Not even a little bit, even though it ultimately could be. Um, right. There's not. Um, so we had to be creative. I will say, with our first, um, I just FaceTimed my friend um, with the results of my ovulation kit. And that ultimately worked, but it sure not is. Uh, it's not as private, and of course, you know, one of my ovulation kit days, I FaceTime my friend when she's in the car with her mom, so <laughs> a little awkward. Yeah. So let's just say she knew we were trying before my own mom did. So, I mean, it, there's, there's certainly, it's doable to get things done, obviously, without technology or without... Um, uh, without I mean, something like Ira. Yeah, basically, yeah. but it's, it's kind of nice to not have to go that route if you don't have to. And we read our first pregnancy test. Um, a friend of mine, I texted a picture to, to her of my pregnancy test results for um, her husband to read. And those ultimately got the job done. But this time around, we thought we'd do something that felt at least a little more private, um, which was using Ira to help us do the ovulation kit and do the um, pregnancy test results. So... That was and that was and that was really 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 good. Like at one point, since we had to use the ovulation kit several times, one of the agents put a folder in our, in Allison's profile to describe what needed to be done. You know, for the next right agent. because it turns out the instructions are a little more complicated than you'd think, and a lot of the kits have just little subtle differences between brands and though in the way you have to put them together and carry out the process and we'll spare you all the details but let's just say there there's some subtle differences between brands and models and types so yeah i personally would forget the directions especially because you have to test for ovulation kits first thing in the morning when i am not my most 
aware. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just yet. yeah. Yeah. So it certainly helps to have my instructions. You know, literally the agent had taken a picture of them and, you know, then typed them out, which I found, help, found helpful. I guess for those of you who don't know, um, I guess we'll back up a little bit here in case you hadn't heard. Ira is. We did that. I, I would refer you basically to our previous podcast in July, but the short version is Ira is what they call an a visual interpreter for the blind, which is an interesting phrase that I have not heard outside of Ira before. It's right, really, I used to call it remote sighted assistance. Right, right. It's not really something people in the blind community tend to use as a term, but the idea is it is a service where you can connect using your iPhone to sighted uh, agents. They call them that work for Ira, who will you know, be able to use your phone camera and or Google Glasses to help look at your surroundings and tell you about them. So it's literally borrowing somebody's sight for a little while. Right. Uh, we had a uh, great uh, podcast back in July where we interviewed Suman Kanyugati, CEO of Ira. So I highly recommend that. Yeah. So. Check back if you want to know more about Ira. We, we're not going to fully cover the backstory of what it is here. Um, but if you have no idea what we're talking about, um, definitely check out um, one of our July 2017 episode about Ira. So moving forward. Um, yeah. So um, what we're going to uh, do is... Uh, uh, show you, uh, you know, let you listen to an ultrasound. Yeah, a clip. I have to say, when we were actually doing the ovulation and pregnancy test kits, we did not get audio clips of them, partly because, at least with the pregnancy test, we were a little distracted. Yeah. <laughs> we were a little... It didn't occur to us to, you know, bust out the recorder and right. and do some recording for a future podcast. We were pretty, pretty focused on those results. But nevertheless... Um, we did for our um, anatomy scan when you're about 20 weeks pregnant. Um, you have what they call anatomy scan, and that's when they can tell you the sex of the baby, whether you're having a boy or a girl. And we were pretty excited about that, and we decided that we'd try to take Ira with us um, because depending on the technician you get, some are more descriptive than others about the ultrasound you're seeing. And a lot of sighted parents have, you know, good memories of seeing their baby on the ultrasound, watching it move, seeing its little hands and feet and face. And we don't have that experience in the same way. And so we thought we might get some additional description from the IRA agent, um, you know, that would help add to our enjoyment of the that experience. <laughs> I will say honestly, in actuality, we actually had a really good descriptive technician that day. You really don't know who you're going to get. Our technician was quite good, and she gave us a lot of description as she was doing the ultrasound. And our poor IRA agent turned out to be a, a youngish guy who I can only assume had never seen an ultrasound of a baby before. Right. So I will say, due to that experience, I he he tried his best to describe it to us, but I don't think he even knew what he was looking at half the time. No. But and this is and this is you know this is this is why we're calling this you know. Ira in the real world. So some of these things we're going to demonstrate to you will be uh, things that work, some things will work better than other things that we're going to show you. And I would actually consider this, what, sort of okay, you know, sort of somewhere in the middle. Honestly, if you want a really good description of your ultrasound, Ira may or may not be helpful, yes. but it's definitely worth a try. I feel like for us, a lot of times with Ira, because this technology is new and... Um, you know, we all, there's not one set way to use it. A lot of us just get ideas. We get hypotheses in our head and say, well, let's try this out. I wonder if Ira can help with 
this. And then you, you develop an idea of how you might want it to work, and then you try it out and you see if it did work. And that's what we're doing here. So this is our process of, you know, can Ira be useful to us at adding description to our ultrasound of our, our baby? And um, I will say this, had we gotten an agent who maybe had had a, you know, was a parent and had a baby before or had some ex experience looking at ultrasounds, um, we might have gotten more description. I would say this, this poor guy. He did his he best. He didn't have a clue. I would say he did his best. He really did. It's it's also clear, you know, uh, one thing that, that does become uh, clear with this is, I, yes, I do think the agents receive a lot of training. And they receive some little bit of training uh, in how blind people uh, handle things like orientation and mobility. Um, I will say, though, it is clear to me that there aren't any particular... Uh, procedures in place for how things should be described. Would you agree with that? Things, right. If an agent has not seen a thing before, they don't have a plan for maybe where to start and guess. And maybe there should be a plan for that because, to be fair, it is impossible for every agent to be prepared to describe every possible experience. I mean, blind people are a cross-section of society, so we're going to want to try out a lot a multitude of different experiences that no handful of agents can be ready for all the different things we might want to have described or on the other hand i hear of uh, i hear of situations that work uh, excellently i heard of a uh, a guy posted the other day on the explorers list saying that uh, an agent uh, described to him very successfully all kinds of uh, i guess he works for some uh, nasa or some uh, related space agency program and he said that this woman described all kinds of uh, satellite uh, and rocketry related stuff it was a presentation that's fascinating and it was pretty it was a complex presentation and she did a good job of describing but she had a geology background right. now even though that's not a space background that is at least a scientific background right. so she probably had this a, a poor guy had neither a medical or nor a parenting background so he yeah. was not quite prepared. yeah so it's the same kind of thing i suspect but interestingly too i feel like i learned something from that experience what i learned is how not obvious what is shown on an ultrasound actually is i guess i assumed apparently incorrectly that when sighted people look at their ultrasound they could tell you know, with some certainty, especially 20 weeks, what they were looking at. You know, this is a face, this is a hand, etc. And actually, I, what I learned from that agent is it's not really that clear to average sighted people, even who, even with the screen right in front of them, the picture of their baby, it's still really hard to tell what you're looking at, I guess. And I guess, and that's probably why I think we assumed that sighted parents were getting more out of the ultrasound than we were because they could look at it. But the truth is, a lot of people need the technician there to interpret what you're actually seeing, even if you can see it. And so I feel like that was valuable because I didn't really fully grasp that until I had this experience. Now, certainly, if you've had children before or been around other ultrasounds, you have more of an idea what to look for. But most new parents, especially, do not have that background. So it's quite likely that um, they also wouldn't know what they were looking at it. So sometimes seeing a thing is not, it's not quite enough. Right, and because we can't see, we, we maybe sometimes put more value on seeing a thing than actually, <coughs> me. than actually exists. Absolutely. So, yeah, that was just useful. So sometimes even when Ira doesn't turn out quite the way we thought it would, we still learn something. It just may not be what we had quite gone for. 
with that in mind, we'll play the clip, and also, um, you'll find out whether, in in fact, our baby is a boy or a girl. So, here it is. So I'm looking at baby's heart, and I hear the... Okay. Thank you for calling This is Colin. Okay, okay. This is Daryl, and Allison's here, and we wanted to see if you could see anything. On our ultrasound. See if you could see yes. the screen. Uh, can see. It looks like we're in a doctor's office. Yeah. Um, Do you see the screen? Yes. I'm trying to remember the name of that. That is a sonogram. Yeah. Um, uh, I can see. It's a little blurry, um, but I believe I can see some detail. Let me take a photograph uh, of the screen. I have one uh, here that we just took. Um, it actually has a, has a good shot of the uh, camera um, or of the screen. Cool. Uh, I can see the outline of a baby. Oh. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and name <laughs> this photo. Okay. Baby's kind of moving. Would you like me to label it, sir? Um, just anything distinctive that you can think of about Adrian the baby? Said the, ba- the arms were moving around. Oh, the arms were moving, she said. Is uh, that, did you see that? Okay. That's what that's what we have both of you, because yeah, you probably know so a lot more about the heart right, right now. Okay, you see the heart? I heard it earlier. Yeah, I'm gonna play it again for you. Let's hear it. Moved. Yeah, he or she is a mover for sure. Ready? Yeah. It's a girl. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> Sorry, Melina. <laughs> Alyssa. Alyssa said sister this morning. She did. She knew it. <laughs> Hopefully that was not the most wild response you got. No. no. <laughs> okay. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Double all names for boys. Are- did you see the it's a girl photo? Okay. A really nice uh, profile picture of baby. Oh, out. cool. So it was a little blurry, but I actually just took a a different one. That's what I really should be Awesome. Uh, Have you ever done something like this, Colin? Uh, no, sir. <laughs> just keep it interesting, Colin. Well, Colin, um, yes, thanks for uh, sharing this with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thank you. Don't get to do that every day, Colin. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. Have a a wonderful evening. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed our Ira walk through an ultrasound. And now you know our surprise. We will be having our second baby girl. Yay. Yay. All right, well, thanks for listening, and... Um, I would like to tell you one, one of the items in the show notes will be a referral link to Ira. Yes, if you are not already an Ira Explorer, that's what they, that's what they call Ira members or Explorers, if you are not already using Ira, you can, when you sign up, please use us as a referral. Um, it helps everybody. Everybody wins. <laughs> it, uh, it gives you your second month of service free, and it gives us a free month. So, so please do please use our do referral link. It's in the show notes. Awesome. Also, if you want to chat with us after the show, or if you want to give suggestions or ask questions or other feedback, you can email Allison, A-L-L-I-S-O-N, at blindaccessjournal.com. 
or Daryl, D-A-R-R-E-L-L, at blindaccessjournal.com. You could also email Alyssa. If you want to send fan mail to our toddler who didn't make it on this episode because she is partying at the park with her grandparents, Yay. she is Alyssa, A-L-L-Y-S-S-A, at blindaccessjournal.com. Oh. And your baby does not have an email address yet. So. No, because she... She hasn't been named yet. We're still yeah. yes, we're still working on in negotiations. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, although if you want to email us a baby name suggestion, we are open to that. But our main criteria is new baby must also have two L's in her name because Daryl and Alyssa and I and our last name all have double L's. So if you'd like to send us double L name suggestions, you can write that okay. to one of us. Wow! You can also tweet us on Twitter. And Daryl is at Daryl, D-A-R-R-E-L-L. And, and Allison is at Alley Talk, A-L-L-I-T-A-L-K. And I might actually tweet sometime if somebody mentions wow. me. Quite I know. She hasn't been on Twitter forever. I have. And I'm just barely on Twitter. I've gone to the dark side. I'm on Facebook. You can routinely find me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> the Facebook thing. Oh. Uh, that's where I spend my time these days. But um, it, <laughs> The dark side. Darth Vader. Anyway. I happen. I have to. <laughs> Enjoy the dark side. They know me there. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye.